shit. Couch Guys Sports Podcast, episode number 174. Am I wrong or am I right? Episode 174, Nick Qualia, Jared Scally back again with Al Nahigian. And listen, Al thinks that I brought him on here for one reason, one reason only. Just to talk about my fantasy football team because he's all high and mighty right now, okay? The Couch Guys Sports Fantasy League, Al... Scored the most points last week. Yeah, sure. That's fine. Which is pretty astounding because I'm the one who had Aaron Jones. And for me to have Aaron Jones and to not have the most points in one week, that's tough to do because that motherfucker scored 45 points this week. That beautiful son of a bitch. He was When did you draft him? When did I draft him? Yeah. I don't know. I went Jacobs early. I know that. Jones might have been second round. I might have got him Uh early second because I was the seventh. I was seventh. Listen, it's called – it's called having Russell Wilson and Alvin Kamara on your team and Mike Evans and Odell balling out. My girlfriend got Alvin Kamara and Josh Jacobs on the same team. Ballsy. And she's 2-0 and too. In one of my leagues, I have Zeke and Jacobs on the same team. I have Jacobs and Chubb in another league. Because I had, I had Zeke third overall, and then somehow no one picked Josh Jacobs back to me. Listen, I, I, like, didn't want to, I didn't want to say this before my draft, my big money league at home with my, with my uh, hometown friends, but if you this year – didn't hit two running backs immediately, you're crazy. Because Stupid. the wide receivers are so deep this year. There was no need to go early unless unless you had DeAndre Hopkins maybe sitting there, but he's only a maybe because you had to go two running backs immediately because it's not too, too deep there. Well, look at now. Now you have – look, Saquon's out. Christian McCaffrey's out. Like, you screwed if you didn't about, take two running backs. Well, we can talk about that later on too. Um but absolutely insane weekend for fantasy football. Absolutely insane weekend, really, honestly, just in general. We can get into the weekly dump. Guys, you want to start off with anything else, though, before? Do you want to say anything? So why, so why was I brought on if it wasn't for you to brag about your fantasy just football team? Just because I like you, you asshole. Oh, okay. Well, thank you. That's all you had to say. Man, that's, yeah, that's very hostile. Sh- shut up. I mean, I don't blame hey, you. Hey, I don't hey, blame hey. you. I might have because... students listening to this. You can't be saying good. that. Hey, Mr. Hey. Nahegan is a good guy. Thank you. Mr. Put some gum on the bottom of your desk. I want him to deal with it. Listen, I listen. I start tomorrow, and I know somebody's going to try to pull that card first half hour, and I'm ready for it. Oh, Stick someone's some... going to find this podcast and like play it in the middle of your class. He's just going <laughs> to like just yeah, audio. Yeah. Okay. extra credit, extra credit. <laughs> did, did you subscribe? Prove it. All right, A plus. You're done. All right. Oh, wow. All right, you get five points on the next test. Weekly dump. So we're going to start off with two pretty tough topics. First off, in terrible news, prior to the Patriots game against the Seahawks on Sunday, Patriots running back James White's father died in a car crash in Florida. His mother also suffered from life-threatening injuries and was hospitalized. White did not play on Sunday night again in Seattle. And this is the fiery topic. We record this on Wednesday, September 23rd. Uh, this came from the Courier, the Courier Journal. I'm going to quote that. I don't even know if I pronounced that right. Breonna Taylor's decision came out today. Very hot political topic over the past few months. Uh, honestly, I'm, I'm on the – I don't know how this is even a political topic, but it's a very political topic. Downtown streets, again, this is from the Courier-Journal. I think that's located in Louisville. Downtown streets are still closed, and the city of Louisville remains on edge Wednesday after Kentucky Attorney General Daniel Cameron 
announced just one of the three police officers at the center of the Breonna Taylor case will face charges. Brett Hankison was indicted Wednesday on three counts of first-degree wanton, wanton. I saw that. I don't even know if that's spelled right in the article. Endangerment. As a grand jury determined, he placed the the lives of Taylor's neighbors at risk when he fired through a window into her apartment the night she was killed. Miles Cosgrove and Jonathan Mattingly, the other two officers who fired their weapons that night, will not be charged. We don't have to talk about this much because I know this is mainly a sports podcast, but this is one of those news topics that I don't want to just skip over. You can't just skip over. I've been vocal about this the past few months. I know Jared has too. Uh, we we talk about this stuff pretty frequently. This is insane. Insane that that was the only criminal charge that was put forth during this case. Which, honestly, the sad thing is, this is what I expected. I expected a shitty result from uh, the... I, I, I just... I didn't expect the... What I anticipated to be the correct... What I believe to be the correct charges placed against the officers... That didn't happen. Um, very tough situation. Uh, I'm assuming there's going to be riots tonight. And again, we record this in the middle of Wednesday. I assume there's going to be riots tonight. Uh, if not, they have already started. But this is crazy to me that that is the only charge that has been put against any of the officers. We don't have to get too much deeper into it. But again, I don't know if you guys want to say anything about this. I don't know if you guys want to glance over it. But it's it's something again. I this is what I expected. I didn't expect what again what I believe to be the correct charges put forth, just because it seemed like that's the way we were going for a while. It seemed like yeah. that's where Kentucky was going to go with this. We didn't really. I didn't. I'm with you. I didn't expect much different. Um, and I mean, like, there's a reason why the NBA and all these people are like the Black Lives Matter movement is claiming we need change. And to anyone that like is out there that claims, oh, we're fine country's our president right like we're fine no it's okay we're okay no this is the problem that people like that those cops get away with so much um when everything's out there and obvious and this girl was laying in her bed yeah she was sleeping like she was just chilling and and, and i don't care how, like sorry. how do you how is only one person gets indicted i don't i don't even get it it's, right and it, i don't i don't care that the boyfriend fired a shot at the police officers and that's what everybody keeps bringing up. That's what everybody keeps saying, but they busted into the house. And like he said, he thought it was intruder. So he fired at what he thought was an intruder. And then the cops all fought back, fired back and hit somebody who was in her bed sleeping. It's a fucked up situation. Again, this is what I expected, but Al, yeah, yeah. Anything to say? Or you want to just move on? Uh, real quick. I mean, I will say this. It looks like that there's already some starting of riots going on. When I came home today, saw the news. Looks like there's a lot of people that are outraged. You have to think of it this way. Just from a human moral standpoint, a young woman is dead because of what happened with this whole situation. And she should still be living right now. She should still be. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe she was a nurse too, correct? She was an EMT. EMT. Yeah, EMT. Okay. So she's an essential worker risking her life every day to help others. And she's the one that's now in a graveyard somewhere because of what happened. And we have one officer out of three being indicted. You either indict all of them or you don't, but it should be no question. They all should be indicted for this. And it's, it's just a shame up. that it is. And that's, that's all I'm going to say on it. 
because you guys it's, hit it, especially Jared, you hit it beautifully, nail on the head. It's it's fucked up, and and you know I, I wanna I wanna bring back what I said, uh, correct what I said about I we use the word riots. I don't want to say riots, protest. They're gonna start protesting tonight. Outrage. There's outrage. There's outrage, and you know you say the word riots because that's the that's the the spiel that you see posted on social media. Um, but they're going to be protesting tonight. And honestly, protests, they need to happen tonight. Nothing, nothing wrong with them protesting tonight, especially following this announcement. Oh. Back to the other news. Chargers quarterback Tyrod Taylor was sent to the hospital ahead of Sunday's game against Kansas City after a team doctor accidentally punctured his lung while trying to administer a pain-killing <laughs> injection to the QB's cracked ribs. I don't know anything about that. I don't know how you do. I don't know how you inject that into somebody's ribs, but I guess I don't know where the lungs are because you miss the lungs. You're if you're if you're a doctor, you're you know where the lung is. How do you even possibly? This guy's just coming for a routine like guy. I got to play. Can you shoot me up? Punctures his lung, and now is probably going to lose the starting job and not going to play because of this. Like, are you kidding? How do you do that? It just, it sounds like something, it sounds like something that would happen to Tyrod Taylor, especially with all the teams he's been around, finally has a chance to have a legitimate starting job and some stability. Then all of a sudden, oops, punctured my lung because of a team doctor, and now the rookie's going to take my place. If you're a conspiracy theorist, you'd think they did it on purpose. Like, I mean, look, let me just just slip. Oh, he had a good game. Like, we should get the kid in. Like, oops. Like, Justin Herbert, is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, he looked good. Herbert. He looked Herbert. good. real good. Yeah. He looked he's, good. He's, be- he's better than Tyrod Taylor. There's no reason for Tyrod Taylor to go back on the field. No, and he lost his no. job because his quarterback, I mean, his team doctor stabbed him in the lung. Uh, if you're, there were if a, you're million... a charger, you're, you're never going into that room again. Like, if you're no. a charger, you're never seeing that doctor ever again. No. Like, nope, nope. Where's my Alex Guerrero? I'm in. Let's go. I'm out. Bye. Nope. There were a million injuries this week in fantasy football. Angel football. A million injuries. Let's go over some of them. Saquon Barkley, torn ACL. Saquon Barkley, torn ACL. Christian McCaffrey out four to six weeks due to a high ankle sprain. Drew Locke suffered a severe rotator cuff strain and will be out at least two weeks. My receiver in my main league, my big money league at home, Cortland Sutton, tore up his knee. He's out for the year. That sucks. I was very much looking forward to him coming back because he missed week one. Played half the game, more or less. For week two, tore up his knee. He's gone. Nick Bosa tore his ACL and is out for the year. And running back Roheem Mozart suffered an MCL sprain. Look, the amount of injuries that happened this weekend, do you guys think that it's because there was no preseason? Or is this just a freak thing? Because they weren't just like injuries to a bunch of – you don't want injuries to anybody. But it wasn't just injuries to no-name players. It was injuries to some of the league's best. I mean, it's obviously a, not a coincidence. Like, there's no preseason. <laughs> these guys get no runtime. And then now it's uh, – Somebody right, was committing guys. injury. Like, uh, it's not a coincidence. There's no preseason. This is going to happen. And the 49ers is what, four of them, right? And yeah, and Jimmy 40, G's out. Jimmy G's. Oh, Jimmy I forgot G's, to mention Jimmy G. Solomon Thomas, I'm pretty out. sure, is out. Yep. And they blamed the field. They blamed MetLife. Um, you got to play there again this weekend, so good luck. But it's a freak thing, but it's because there was no preseason. You mean, look at other teams like like the Patriots. You look at other teams like 
two games in, everyone looks okay minus injuries, but like there's no preseason. So these guys are in football shape. They could barely practice as it was during camp. Like how many – I think the Patriots had like five padded practices before the season even started. Like that's not enough to get in the football shape. I'm surprised Cam hasn't got hurt yet. So, so the only thing that I would add is this. It's just something to think about. Two years ago, when the Patriots had their last Super Bowl run, or I'm sorry, no, that year before, Julian Edelman was out for the entire year because he hurt himself in the preseason. So it's a thing where I personally think, preseason or not, these guys were going to get hurt anyway, whether it was preseason week two or, you know, regular season week two. I'm just a big believer in if it's meant to happen, it's going to happen anyway. So I think it's a little bit of a fluke here. I do see where you're coming from, Jared. You're not wrong. Are you bringing God you... into this? Christian school, man. But <laughs> yeah, he's going to get in the flow for tomorrow. That's all it is. He's gonna get there was a list of injuries that were meant to happen before this game, and they were going to happen regardless. <laughs> I mean, Pray but... tonight that you don't get hurt tomorrow. <laughs> I mean, they were going to happen. They were probably going to happen. The, I, I get, I... the games themselves, the games themselves, okay, I give you that one maybe. But like, if you can't practice, the, the, you're not in shape. And, that, so and that's why I was saying. Ready. And that's yeah. why I was saying you have a point there because yes, because they don't have that usual training camp preseason. I get where you're coming from. I do. Dear uh, Lord, I, I I just thank that. No, thank no you for my lucky I was stars. Say, no that. <laughs> <laughs> I needed Josh Jacobs on Monday night to get me six points to win my game. But you know, you want some cushion there, so I wanted at least nine. So you. So I knew like, even with some stat corrections, maybe I'll still win this game. The second that he got the nine points, I was like, John Gruden, you fucking take him out of this game. I'm not going <laughs> to lose Josh Jacobs because you want to win this football game. My fantasy football team depends on this. Josh Jacobs, get out of this game. And then he gets hurt. And actually yeah. right now he's questionable. He's got a hip injury. But then he he's gets hurt playing. in that game. And I see him limp off the field. And I was like, oh, God. Oh no, it's happening. He goes into the metal the medical tent. I'm like, oh no. He's okay. From what it seems, it could have just been a maintenance day today. He missed Wednesday's practice. What if he's what if he gets hurt against the Patriots? Can you, you're gonna blame the Patriots for your football season going down the yeah. thing? No, yeah. they're gonna blame the they're gonna blame the tuck rule from two thousand one. That's what they're yeah. gonna blame it on. No, hey. will so if they lose, Gruden will find some way. Well, I mean it all goes back to the tuck rule. Literally. But but not even kidding, he literally will do that. And about that. We got some football scores from the weekend. The Browns get their first win, beat the Bengals 35-30. to The Giants lose to the Chicago Bears 17-13. to The Rams beat the Eagles. Carson Wentz stinks 37-19. Cowboys over the Falcons 40-39. to And let's talk about that onside kick real quick. Oh, my. It's wow. Tough. Oh, my. Wow. Atlanta Falcons. They just the don't that's know the, the rules. That's the punchline. No. They don't no know the rules. It. Just touch it. <laughs> That was the most – did you watch that live? Because I was watching that live. And, yeah. And Greg the leg, he kicks that spin. It doesn't look like it's going to reach 10 yards. But four Falcons get around that football at, like, the five. And they're hovering around it like it's like they're the punt team, like the opposed – like the kicking team, the punters, and what, letting it go as far as it could. They it weren't like, touching it. It looked like it they were, like, crazy. in a tribal circle, like, saying a prayer, like, doing, like, a circle dance, like, hey, ha, ha, yeah, hi, yeah, how are you? Like, that's you're what it looks like. You're big into the praying now, huh, Jared? Jeez, you got me in the mood. I went to Catholic school. You, I never told you that. I actually went to Catholic school. Oh, did you um, really? I didn't I know. Hardcore, know that. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Um, look, pick up the damn ball. Fall on the ball. I don't care what you do. They literally waited for it to go 10 yards, and then the Cowboys were like, all right, thanks. Appreciate that. 
like they deserve to lose that game. They should have won the game. The Falcons had a really good game. Calvin Ridley, shout to you, my were, guy. Were they up twenty four nothing at one point? Yep, they were up a lot, and they, Dan really Quinn needs to be leads. fired. They're Dan really Quinn needs leads. to be fired immediately after that because his yes. team doesn't know the rules. That was nope. you'd think a Patriots football team would ever do anything like that Which with means Bill. Your head coach Heck doesn't no. know the rules. Yes, Dan, Dan, Dan Quinn. Like it wouldn't shock me if he didn't know the rules. It wouldn't shock me if he's the one who taught them that. That was insane. And the second that the Cowboys took that, it was over. The Cowboys, the league should have stopped the game and said, Falcons, you lose. Don't even make them score. Falcons, go home. You guys lose. And then kick them out of the league. Do what the Premier League does. Kick them out and bring somebody else in. Relegate them to the CFL. Absolutely do that. I think, you know what? I'm not a soccer guy. You know that. But I think that is one of the coolest things in sports, that you can just kick somebody out. If you suck, get the fuck out. Imagine the Paw Sox being moved up. Ooh. A little Paw Sox Orioles seven-game set in the playoffs. Love it. <laughs> it would be so fun. <laughs> All right, back to the scores. The Buccaneers and me and Jared lose 10 bucks each. Beat the Panthers 30 No, no, no. Before you go on, I want an apology from both of you because you guys mocked me. You ridiculed me. You said I was an idiot. Who looks like the idiot now? Hold on. No, 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 no. Who Hold looks on. like the idiots now? Hold on. You Hold two on. are second. the idiots. Let me, let me say something. The 49ers beat the Jets 31 to 13. The Steelers beat the Broncos you're, you're 26 to 21. You're a scumbag. Titans, Stephen Gostowski, <laughs> game winning kick again, Stoles. 33 to 30. Uh, over the Jaguars, the Packers beat the Lions 42 to 21. Matt Patricia is another coach on the hot seat. He, may, he might be losing his job. Josh Allen, the Bills barely beat the Dolphins 31 to 28. And you pause, know what? Josh Allen shut me up a little bit. Pause, pause there. Who could we beat? I'm over this like, oh, look at Joshua. Josh Allen's amazing. He's 2-0. and They're like six Steve in the Scott, power rankings. Gilly, listen up. Go screw yourselves. He beat the Jets and the Dolphins, okay? Come to New England and win that game. I got these. Be, I got – I, I, I'm playing these guys this week in fantasy football, and and I know it's just one of them. It's Gilly. But oh, yeah, I smoke. I feel ass. like I'm you'll, taking you'll, on you'll the whole fine. podcast. You'll be fine. Don't uh, worry you, about you, it. They talked to me guys, all over Twitter, and I took You guys got to understand something. When you go up against one of them, you got all four of them and their fan base coming after you. I'm, so originally, just I'm originally a Rhode Island guy, okay? So I'm one of them. No, so you're not. No, you're not. I'm originally no, from not. Rhode Island. It doesn't matter if you're from Rhode Island. You're not with them. That doesn't matter. You're I said I'm outside, originally. Pal. I'm hey, originally. Nick, hey, Nick, I'll go to war with you every day of the week. I'm on your side. Yes, buddy. yes. I got we you. got this, Jared. We got this. Gosh, I'll Listen, just keep Josh money from do, I'll, I'll do I'll it against somebody that matters. I agree. I, I agree. No, I agree with you. I'm saying Josh Allen is not that good. I agree. I'm with you. I've guys got a on problem that. this week because I have several players on my other leagues team that small states big cakes has on their fantasy team. On your several big league team, like on your big, on my big money. So I'm uh, well, conflicted. Well, it's going to be public ridicule on this podcast, or you lo- you win in your like, or you lose in your money league. I've got Patty Mahomes, who they also have. Who else do they have on that team? I forget who else they have, but they've got two. I'll, oh, Noah, I'll, they've I'll got Noah Fant, Stand by. who I also have, who Noah Fant's looking damn good. Phenomenal. I have him in one of my leagues. Phenomenal. And if Blake Bortles gets Is his Arnie? ass over to Denver, whoo. For like three beautiful. weeks. Yeah, for like three weeks. But still, Noah Fant is so, an athletic freak. Dude, any but quarterback can throw to Noah Fant. Like, he's good. That's true. So Gilly has Patty Mahomes, Miles Sanders, David Miles Johnson. Miles Sanders is the other one. Okay. So, so I got those three. Through. 
Okay, no, I got okay. those three. Patty Mahomes, Miles Sanders, and Noah Fant. So I am conflicted this week. All right, finish up these scores real quick. Colts over the Vikings, 28-11. to 11. The Vikings offense is non-existent. Uh, the Cardinals, mm, Kyler Murray looks like a stud. 30-15 to 15 over the Washington football team. The Ravens beat the Texans, 33-16. Chiefs barely beat the Chargers. Patty Mahomes struggled a little bit here, 23-20. to 20. The Patriots lose to the Seattle Seahawks, 35-30. to 30. And on Monday Night Football, John Gruden and the Raiders open up their Las Vegas home. 34-24 victory over dun, dun, the dun, New dun, Saints. Dun, Guys, dun. listen. You're still listen, a listen. Dun, 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 dun. Guys, fantasy football draft season, it's upon us. Due to quarantine, it's very possible that you might have Zeke's haircut in your pants. That's a lot of hair. That's why our partners over at Manscaped have partnered with us to make sure that you guys don't gamble on shaving your balls the same way like you gamble on football, which let me tell you, me, not very good at that. When it comes to men's hygiene, Manscaped is as good and safe as Christian McCaffrey in a PPR league. Ooh, not great. Aye, too soon, Manscaped. Too not soon. Cool. Not great, guys. Might want to rewrite that. Listen, listen. Jared's got a baby. Jared showed us the picture of the baby on his home screen phone right before the show started. And that baby might as well be named Manscaped because who knows? Look at that baby. It's Manscaped. That baby might not have been born if it wasn't for Manscaped products and Jared being able to take care of his downstairs area. The Lawnmower 3.0 is the best hygiene tool for the modern man because of their ceramic blade and skin safe technology. Your nicks and snags will be reduced. This is the perfect protection needed for your franchise quarterback. That's your penis and your balls. The Lawnmower 3.0 is also waterproof and has an LED light on it. Game changer. That's the noise. Not that loud. They just released their Shears 2.0 nail kit, which is the perfect ad in your Lawnmower 3.0 trimmer. No one likes an underground, under undergroom set of feet, fingers, and most importantly, balls. That's why they have forever changed the grooming game with their perfect package 3.0. You guys ever see a gross pair of feet? Just this, the nails are long, brown, not trimmed. That's what ladies see when they. That's that's exactly what ladies see when they look at your balls and they're not trimmed. Their Perfect Package 3.0 kit comes with the new improved lawnmower performance boxer briefs, great for golfing, and a travel bag for you to use when we're done quarantining and some other liquid formulations like the Crop Preserver and Crop Reviver. The Crop Preserver is anti-chafing ball deodorant, which ensures that your afternoon stroll doesn't end with your balls sticking to your leg or smelling like eggs. The Crop Reviver is a spray-on toner for your balls. It's made with soothing aloe and witch hazel extracts that will give your testes a boost. For a limited time, subscribers get not one but two free gifts, the Shed Travel Bag, $39 value add, and the patented high-performance anti-chafing Manscaped Boxer Briefs. Guys, get 20% off with free shipping with the code COUCHGUIDE20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping with the code COUCHGUIDE20 at manscaped.com. 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com using promo code COUCHGUIDE20, C-O-U-C-H-G-U-Y-2-0. It's time to give your testies the absolute besties with Manscaped. Manscaped. All right, first main topic of the night. We don't have to talk about this too, too long because we don't know the results. But the Celtics are down 2-1 right now at time of recording. They play tonight, 8.30 p.m. against the Miami Heat. If we're smart, we would have recorded tomorrow after the game. But it doesn't really matter because then the next one's going to come out the next day. And then there's it's, it's just a lot of – the games are so close together, it doesn't even matter. My main question is, though, because we don't have to break down the game too much because, again, another game's going to happen tonight. By the time the show comes out tomorrow morning, Thursday morning, this is not going to matter anymore. 
a lot of people gave the game three win credit to Gordon Hayward to his return. I want to know your guys' thoughts on that because personally, I think it did affect something, but I think it more came down to Jalen Brown's play because Jalen Brown looked like a different animal on that court. Um, I'm going to kind of cop out and tell you it was both because the reason why I do believe Gordon Hayward had an impact because can I kick he's you more of a, he's no, yes, I know you, you can, you uh, can kick no, him out. Fine. Fine. Gordon Hayward had an impact there. I won't be a bitch. <laughs> they had trouble with the zone. Samuel Ogilvy sucks. Cannot shoot. He was Stop the guy that was getting Shemi shots. Stop putting Shemi in the game. I'm so Shemi Ogilvy sucks. So replace Shemi Ogilvy's wide open threes with Gordon Hayward. Jerry can't even say his name Go. right. Shemi. Shemi Ogilvy. It's Shemi. 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 No, it's Shemi. Shemi. It's Shemi. It's Shemi. I'll bet Is you it now Shemi? it's Shemi. It's, Shemi. It, it's not it's Shemi. Shemi. Yes, it's it not Shemi. Shemi. I'm looking this up. I'm gonna, are we doubling down on this bet right now? Like, <laughs> it's not Semi. Semi Ojolay, like he's only half of Ojolay. <laughs> not, not semi, semi. <laughs> same thing. Not, semi and semi are the same word. Shemi and semi are. Shemi no, and semi. semi are not, no, semi and semi. See, are you don't word. even know how to say. It. You don't semi even know what you're saying right semi now. Semi and semi are the same thing. It's Shemi. His name is Shemi, but we're, but we're moving past this. That's uh-huh. that's his name. Sort Jaylen of. Jalen Brown looked like a different animal. Half Ojolay. A pitch. Uh, look, Jalen Brown had probably his best game ever. Like as a Celtic, I'm not kidding. Like, only took two threes. I almost give more credit to the, the locker room scrum for Jalen Brown, though, than I do for the locker Hayward. room brouhaha. The locker room throwing of chairs and then punching each other by the pool. Because, <laughs> look, they, Marcus Smart wasn't wrong, but it sounds like neither was the team. Marcus Smart took two threes. Jalen Brown took two threes. They both played much better. They both played within their roles. Jalen Brown didn't take, like, 30 shots. The majority of their threes were Kemba and Tatum. Look, they both impacted the game positively. Yes, I think they might have lost that game without Gordon Hayward in it. Yes, I do. Because the, the zone would have been a little more effective. So I'm going to say this. And I'm not going to cop out like Jared. I'm going straight for it. Straight for the answer. Shemi. Shemi. Semi. Gordon Hayward. Shemi. Gordon Hayward. Just a little bit Ojale. A little, a little half Ojale. A little happy OG. It's okay. Gordon Hayward had a big impact on this game. And it's not just because of what he, the numbers on the court and his numbers weren't outstanding. He only had like eight points in the game and like four assists, three rebounds, something along that stat line. But the thing that Gordon Hayward brings is a calmness and a professionalism that that Celtics team didn't have those first two games. When stuff was hit, when shit was hitting the fan, when they were losing leads and everything, they didn't have that guy to be able to calm them down. And especially against that zone, like Jared mentioned, it's a case where, Gordon Hayward was able to space the floor better. And the Celtics, no coincidence, they moved the ball a lot better too. Jalen Brown, monster on the defensive end, no doubt about it. Especially the play on the Dragic Dragic step back where he blocked it. Tatum picks it up, pushes Jay Crowder out of the way and slams it. Like, we saw that. But everyone said it at the beginning and I'm going to – Can we say this too, by the way? Jay Crowder is so fucking annoying. Well, yeah, because he's upset because Gordon Hayward was the guy that basically ran him out of town. When yeah, you have the ball, was that game two when he shoved Jalen Brown? I think so. Jalen Brown well, did nothing wrong there. He, no, was, he walked over there. Baby. Yeah, well, let, he was let like let that here. You. To be fair, he was like that here too. People just got oh, blinded by like the green goggles of like, oh my god, he's. Fi- I want him on my team. Man. We got we like, got no. blinded by the grit of that year's team. We well, let me ask Gordon, you guys. Gordon this. Hayward's new child is chunky. 
Oh, baby G. Baby G. Oh let, me, let me ask you. Let me ask you to this. Here, let me ask you to this. Put your put both of yourself in in Jay Crowder's shoes for a second. You were playing in Boston. You had a pretty good team, like you guys said. It was a gritty team, and all of a sudden, you're playing the Utah Jazz. Gordon Hayward comes to town, and your home fans are rooting for you to be out of there for that guy, Gordon Hayward, to come to Boston. They were rooting for him to be out of there. He could have taken a bench roll. There was yeah, no they, way he was going to take a bet. There was no well, way that's he was going to take a bench. Well, that's, that's his fault. Then. That's Listen, on him. Be better at basketball. Yeah. Like, yeah and he's I, showing imagine, it by shooting lights out but, in the yeah, Eastern okay. um, Imagine Jay Crowder um, on the bench. Have you seen the numbers? Oh, like, couldn't we use Jay Crowder right now on the bench? Oh, Jay Crowder's been stupid good. Stupid good. Thank you, Jared. But, you actually agree with me on a point. That's oh, he's, but you can't deny it. He hits everything now. But the reason I think part of that is – Which is – yeah, Eric's, but that's because, only because it's against the Celtics. It's, no, but it's coaching. It's coaching. Oh, he was shooting, he's really, he shot, well, he's doing the, he shot well in the second round, too, against the, all against the Bucks. I'll be honest. I don't know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you I said, I stay know. out of the convo. No. <laughs> Can I kick you out of the convo? Is that possible? No, I, was on your, I was on your side, and now you want to kick me out? That's unreal, dude. No, I want to kick him out. Oh, yeah. Kick him out. That's fine. We can't. He's recording it. Yeah, he, yeah, I made him the host. I shouldn't have made him the host. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I mean, Gordon Hay- – just getting back to it, Gordon Hayward has Sorry, a big effect. That's fine. Gordon Hayward has a big effect, and I think you're going to see it even more game four because the Heat are going to come out and look to start off hot really quick because the first three games, they have slept walked. Slept walked through the first quarter. Like, they come out and they just are cold – they don't play well in the first quarter of the heat. So they're going to want to make a statement in game four. And Gordon Hayward's going to be that guy that's not going to allow the Celtics to get frazzled if the heat get out to a hot start. Now, uh, Jared's showing a, a picture of Mookie Betts, NL West Division champs, dot, 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 blessed. Yeah, that's, we know that's Mookie. Great. That's You're great, the Mookie. Dodgers. Congratulations. You're going to win a World Series again? Great. And, and last year at this time, we were talking a lot of Red Sox. We're not doing that this year because they fucking stink. But that's Side okay. Note. I'm on. I'm hardcore rooting for the Padres to go win it all. Oh, Just, you have to. Like, if you're not rooting for the I'm, Padres, my, you've got a load in your pants. I mean, Don Orsillo. I, I need him to get another ring. Don Orsillo. Uh, yeah. That's what I'm rooting for. Don Orsillo. That's what I was gonna say. I want Don Orsillo to win a World Series. Padres in the National League for me. White Sox in the American League. I like that White Sox team, man. That Dude, lineup. The, a- the A's, baby. And the, the A's. A's. And the A's. The A's are good too. The A's just never win, though. They just yeah, never end up they winning. Just, they have a choking mentality. They like the Tampa Bay Bucks of the baseball. They're, no, they're like the 2015 Celtics. They are a good team. They're gritty. They're fun to watch. But then uh, the, once you need the talent, they don't win because they don't have all the talent the other teams do. All right, moving on, uh, unless you guys have anything else with the Celtics. Here's a question with the Patriots that I wanted to bring up. Okay, there it is, Jared. Jared knows where I'm going with this. There's been a lot of chatter recently about Cam Newton. You ever heard of him? The New England football team's quarterback. Cameron Newton. I don't know if Cameron's his full name. Cam Newton is it is a stud. Cam Newton. Friends call him Cam though. Cam Maybe. Newton has been really good these first two games. In the first one, you obviously go, okay, it's the Dolphins. Whatever, you'll live with it. The second game against the Seahawks. Granted, this is not the same Seattle team that we've seen in years past. This is not the same Seattle defense, rather, that we've seen in years past. But it's still serviceable. It's still good. But Something that you worried about with Cam Newton prior to him coming in here was, A, obviously his health, because that's what's really hampered in the past couple of years is the health concerns, the shoulder issues, all that. But his shoulder on Sunday night, it looked fucking hot. 
because he was hitting downfield over and over and over and over. So he looked really, really good on Sunday night. But the question now is coming up because people are getting all sorts of jacked up. Is it too early to start talking Cam Newton extension past this year? Because he's only on a one-year deal. Extend the dynasty, baby. Al, go ahead. I would like to send out a formal statement. You apologize right now, you son of a bitch. Yeah. Oh, Let's no. go. No, no, no. You guys don't give me my apology. You guys don't get one. So, but you here's don't my official statement. An apology. Here's my official statement. After the ridicule I got last week, yes, I do, but to each their own. I said this on the Legends Lingo podcast, so now I will say it on the Couch Guy Sports podcast. I was wrong about Cam Newton. Yeah, you damn were. I am very. Yeah, you I am, fucking were. I am very. I'm very excited. I needed to see Cam go on the road against a solid team because Seattle is still a premier team in the NFC. Seattle's a good team. And Russell Wilson's the MVP right now. That's yes. Yes. And and I'm glad I have him on my team. I'm glad I have him on my team. Them and the Saints, baby. Seeing Cam go out and just flat out ball like he did, showing glimpses of his 2015 MVP self, keep in mind, I'm in. I've bought into Cam Newton. I still think that I mean, obviously the interception he had, nothing you can do. It was just, you know, it's going to happen. It was, a bad, was it was a bad decision. That was, it was. a bad decision. It but was. Again, but he's gonna, not, he makes them. He's not Tom Brady. Like that, right. I'm not that. ridiculing like him. It, it's going to happen. Exactly. The only thing that I wonder, and obviously this is Monday morning quarterback now, would you guys have wanted to see maybe something a little different for that final play no. to win the game? No. Hold, just, no, just but hold on. Formation. Different formation. This well, that's is what, not, that's, hey, whoa. Who's steering the ship here? This is not where we were going yet. I was going to get yeah. to that later. Yeah, Allen. <laughs> eh. oh, well. No, okay. but let's, Nick, no, let's go to it because let you me... brought it up. No, no, I want to talk about that because that's a good That's a good thing because I, I did want to talk about that. It's called the Segway, guys. Learn it. Get off get off the Segway, pal. Segway is you gotta talk about something before you segue aggressive something else, mall cop <laughs> vehicle of all time. Hey, Paul Blart. Great mo- hey, great movie. And he looks like the Segway. You know what? I'll, here's, here's my take on Paul Blart. I, I didn't like it when I was younger. When it first came out, I was all sorts of hyped up. I wasn't. Get I didn't out. like it, but it did grow on me as I got older. Cameron Newton. So let's, We're not talking about, let's so, not talk about Paul Bart. So Cam Newton, <laughs> real <laughs> real, Cam, real Cam quick. Can't say anything right tonight. Chevy Bart. Real quick. Have my Cam Newton thoughts on the extension. I don't necessarily think you should talk extension yet because, guys, we're through two games. The guy has battled – like, the way I started this off, the guy battled through a ton of injuries heading into the season. I am a huge fan of Cam Newton, especially with what he's doing right now. I am so excited to have Cam Newton on this football team. He is so much fun to watch. He's got the right attitude. He's forming a bromance with your first-round wide receiver draft pick from 2019, Nikhil Harry. This guy is the real deal again. He is back. But they are not doing what I thought they were going to do in trying to make him avoid hits because he is getting hit. He is getting hit. He is getting hit. The last play of the game, since we brought that up, he got flipped in the air. How long until he gets hurt? I don't want him to get hurt, obviously, but you have to think about that. How long yeah, until but, he gets hurt? But you look at what he did this weekend, Nick. How, he was he threw a lot. Like he, he has I know between he week one and week two, the transition for me was great. He ran all over Miami. Great. Awesome part of the game plan right you show the world that he can still run the football they're going to game plan for it how many passing yards did he have on sunday um it was like 
what, 390? Something like that. Like, that guy. I just had him up. Uh, like, I got it. I got it. 397. 397. Yep. Uh, yeah. Ooh, pretty close. Just, pretty close. So, he proved that he can do it both ways. Guys, behave. And <laughs> okay, I'm dad. all in. I'm all in. Yeah, I'm a dad. Get over it. I have a cute child. You Get do. over it. That child I'm is gonna, adorable. I'm going to dog. I have you do have a dog. You have a cute dog, though. Um, He's the cutest. Look, I'm all in. Nick, I told you this day one. As long as cocky Cam was around, we knew he was going to be good. He's been there you and need, then some. You need confidence-riddled Cam Newton. And that guy I think is unstoppable. The more he's proving that he can throw in the pocket, go. he's going through his progressions. He's not just willing-nilly, like, just no. going for it out there. He's go. You can see him going through the progressions and check downs to Burkhead, Edelman, deep balls, like – getting out of the way and throwing that ball. Cause like when he threw that deep ball to Edelman, there was room for him to run. And in 2015, he probably runs that ball. I think the Patriots are having an effect on him in a good way. And I think he's also having an effect on these players who Tom Brady clearly couldn't play with last year. Look at the comment. He was like, Harry, right? Like, look at the comment he made about like, it's nice to have a quarterback that believes in you. Like, right. Not a well, shot I Brady, mean, if I ever heard one. So you want to, you want to go back to week one, Nikhil Harry fumbles that ball out of the end zone. Tom Brady's done with him that's the case doesn't get Tom the ball Brady back. never nope. throws to him again nope. this year but cam talked him up cam was like this is still my guy we're gonna have a successful season it's okay we'll put it behind us that's what you need especially with young receivers who are still trying to build confidence remember Nikhil harry's only in year two so to revert back real quick before we jump over to a really fast fantasy football topic that last play that last play i understand why people are mad because it was obviously coming. But that's the thing with Cam Newton, especially if, you want, if you're thinking about 2015 Cam Newton. Even when you know a play is coming with this guy, it's still difficult to stop him. And Seattle just played it perfectly. But would I have liked to see a different play? Yeah. Because me, stupid Nick at home, knew that play was coming. And you wonder why you knew it, you wonder why you knew it was coming? Because they ran the same exact play in the same damn formation the play before that. Just I know. put a couple receivers out there. Or, That's, I mean, to be fair. I, okay, I would have been fine with that. Flex out. Give Seattle something else to think about. <laughs> yeah, no, of Seattle course it was going to be Cam. And the yes. sad part is, Cam still could have bounced it outside. And, and fun. He was so committed to going down the middle. If Cam bounced outside that in that same play, they still win. Didn't have to change a thing. So, like, not necessarily the wrong play. Cam just got to see that. But put Edelman out wide. Give me... Izzo out there is a big tight end threat. Give me new Keel Harry out wide. Think you're, make him think you're going to go one-on-one to the big boy you've been throwing to all day. Like, just one other option gives you that ability to just be like, all right, I'm going in. Like, nine times out of ten, Patriots win that game on that play. Well, how about, well, how about the play they pulled earlier in the game when, he, when Newton threw the little flip pass to the fullback? If, and you can go two options on that play. You can either throw it if it's open, or if Cam has the edge, run it in. So you have yeah. two options on that play. Yeah, I don't know. Just, I mean, right. look, guys, it's look, all Monday options. morning quarterback. It's all I would Monday say, morning yeah. I, I would say I would look at this game and go, should they have won? Yeah. I mean, I was damn impressed with Cam. You, you come back, you're down a couple scores. You lead two. The first touchdown drive was pretty damn quick, right down the field. They did it twice. And then we're, in, we're a couple yards from disappointing the Seahawks again and winning a big game. And look, if you're telling me they're one and one, I expect them to be here, but it's a much more confident one and one than I thought I would be after two games when the season was about to start. I, I don't Cam know if you. Good. This team looks good. It's probably the best case scenario loss they could have had against the Seahawks on a It was. It game. was like the first time after a loss I have felt good. I right. was Look, like, they put Damn. the they put the they that put the league on awesome. notice. 
primetime, Cam looked like old Cam, threw for almost 400 yards, was running the ball, was making a comeback. He didn't have to win that game. They, the Patriots put the AFC on notice. I don't know if that. you should have won that game, but you definitely could have. That we can all agree with. They definitely could have won. I mean, they were at the one-yard line on the last play. Yeah, that's but, why I say you should have. That's why Pete, I say you should have. Pete Carroll. So there, there were – I mean, there were some mistakes and when you look back at it. I think I Pete Carroll, wear a mask. Think, wear a mask, I personally Pete Carroll. Think, I personally think Bill should have conserved some time because once you get down to that one-yard line, you might have a couple extra plays available if you get – like they were really, really, really just running the clock at the end there. And Pete Carroll tried to give you that game by throwing a deep ball on third and one. You get that first down – the game's over. But for whatever reason, yeah. Russell Wilson's loading up and firing downfield on a third one makes no sense. Gotta especially up, when you got a guy, especially when you got a guy like Russell Wilson who can buy some time and just gain the one yard. That's all you needed. Now hey, 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 let Russ cook. You gotta let him cook. Well, you know what? You would have got an extra extra point one point there. Uh, breaking news real quick. Mike Clevenger may miss the postseason. Padres fear Mike Clevenger may be done for the year after exiting today's game. Early MRI oh. schedule. So Mike Clevenger, the guy who San Diego traded six players for? <laughs> yeah. Yikes. He might be done for the year. Real quick, before we wrap up, let's talk fantasy football from the past week. And we're going to do this every week. We're going to talk about the Couch Cast Sports Fantasy League. And listen, let's go over standings real quick. Just no reason. I just no want reason to- at all. No, no, I just- no, none, no, no, yeah. no. Yeah. Uh, the first place, uh, Nick Qualia is 2-0. A 1,000 win percentage, that is. And I think Nick Qualia, whoever this guy is, has a little man complex. I, 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 heard, he, I heard he sucks. <laughs> I think he's I'm overcompensating not I'm for not something. Little. I'm not I think he's little. overcompensating for something. Yeah, it, yeah, maybe. Okay. Yikes. But Nick, Nick pro four, tip, if you use Manscaped, it looks a little bigger. It makes the tree stand taller. That's what one of the ad scripts said. Points four, again, just first place, 327. Uh, the next one is oh fred o'brien at 291 who's in second place he's 2-0 but so i lost to this week that's pretty yeah pretty significant he had a good week and then uh team Walid also 2-0 commish Walid wilson wilson al nahigian one and one my first victim uh jared skelly fresh prince of hell air one and one 500 262 points he's on a one game loss streak here Team Chubby, Brent Buckley, 244. The Boston Antidote, Diego Galvis, 101, 214 points. Uh, the Clickbaits, 262. Connor Ryan. Connor Ryan, for being 0-2, I think he's got sneaky one of the best teams in the league. Connor's going to uh, make the playoffs. He's going to make the playoffs. He, he, he's going to make he the playoffs. Chowder Powder, 0-2, 205 points. Very bad start. And then my opponent this week, Big State Big Cakes. Small State Big Cakes. 0-2, oh, 203 points, but I am worried this week about facing his team only because I also have the same players. So that is the standings update right now. And then from the past week's scores, let me tell you. <laughs> I'll give it to Al. Al scored the most points of the week. Al had a huge week, 173 points, which I didn't even know until today. I thought I had the most points. So that caught me off guard a little bit. And, and, and I'm going to an say this. prick. I'm, I'm going to say this. I <laughs> – I love Diego. He's one of my closest friends. But to beat him by almost 100, I felt so bad. You kicked his teeth in. I felt bad. And well, he was don't texting feel me. bad. Come on now. No, he, you know, no, no don't he's, feel bad. He's a genuine good guy, and I felt bad about how bad I beat him. I'm not going to feel bad when I kill Powder this week. I'm not going to feel bad about that. 
I love this league because it's intense and because people are actually talking shit. And that's all I wanted. That's all I wanted Nick, out of this. Nick, when do we play each other? I'm looking at the schedule. When do we play I don't know. Big, so I beat Chowder this week, huh? 165 to 98. Uh, Al beat Diego, 173 to 74. <laughs> Waleed beat Small State Big Cakes, 152 to 113. The Sharks, Freddie O'Brien beat Jared, 145 to 130. And Brent Buckley beat the Clickbaits, 141 to 137. So. That was that was the closest game of the week, I believe. Big week for week three. I got the guys Oof. over at Small State. It's gonna be it's gonna be intense. They already told me they're gonna shit talk me on Twitter. So let's see where week that nine. goes. Nine, by the way, week nine. Jared Scally, Nick Qualia going against each other. My week Lord. nine. That's what wow, I got. That's a while. Oh my god. See you then. See you then, bud. All right, we'll wrap it up here then. Couch Guys Sports Podcast 174, I think, is in the books. Nick Qualia, Jared Scally, El Nahigian. Guys, do everything for us that we ask you to do every single week. You guys have been great. Rate and subscribe on iTunes. Subscribe on YouTube. And then check out all the other podcasts on the network, too. We've got a bunch, so I can't list them all. But Legends Lingo, the Chasers Podcast. We've got the Garden Gals with Jess and Jess. We've got... And uh, yellow, the yellow card podcast. Is that what he's yeah. yellow card called? Yep. Yellow card, yellow yep. card podcast with Diego. Al claims is the nicest man in the world. So check he, that he out. He is a good man. He's a good man. We've had, a, we have a ton of shows. We've got BSP's block list on YouTube and the, uh, your fantasy two dudes, fake balls, which is going live this Sunday for the first time on YouTube and Facebook to talk fantasy football ahead Those questions of in. Sunday's 1 PM slate of games. We'll get the official timeout on Twitter at some point this week. Nick Qualia, Jared Scali, Alan Hegan. Guys, we're going to be back next week. Thanks for watching, and thanks for listening. See you guys.